Hi, gorgeous. This is episode number 294 with the amazing Samantha Riley. Hi, this is Samantha Riley, and you're listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. I can't wait to dive into this episode with Samantha. It was such an amazing conversation about getting clear on who you are serving for more impact and more clients. And I hope you are getting a ton out of this episode. Samantha Riley is a speaker, international business growth strategist. She is a number one best-selling author, the host of the Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast, where I also had the opportunity to be a guest. So make sure you definitely check that out. And she has over 25 years in personal experience in building and growing growing businesses. Today, Samantha helps thought leaders and experts to scale their business by leveraging their knowledge so they can have more income, more freedom, more impact. How amazing is that? Let's dive right in. Well, I am so super excited to have you on Heart Test Podcast today, Sam. Welcome. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here with you finally. Yes, I know. And I, I just love your work. That's so impactful, especially for coaches, consultants who want to take their knowledge and bring it to the world in a way that the world understands <laughs> what mm. they do, how they do it, how much it's going to be. So let's start with the challenge that a lot of people have, they have a gift, but they don't know how to communicate it. Mm. What, what do you see as the biggest challenge people actually have? I think that the biggest challenge have, and you, you actually alluded to it already in the first like 10 seconds, like bang, you did it, is that a lot of coaches and consultants find it really difficult to express clearly what it is that they do. And when they can't express what it is that they do, who they help, it's very, very difficult for your ideal prospect to say, ah, that's the exact problem I have. That's the exact person I am. And I'm going to come to you to find out you know, how to solve that problem. So I think that that's the, the very first problem that they have. And then off the back of that, the second biggest problem they have is explaining exactly what it is that they sell. And I'm sure that you see this as well too, Christine, often is that people will reach out and say, oh my goodness, Sam, I need I need more leads. I don't have enough leads. And I say, sure, start to tell me about what it is that you're selling. And they say, oh, well, you know, it depends and it's a bit of this and maybe it's a bit of that. And I'm like, no, just tell me, what is it? How much is it? And they're like, well, I, I don't exactly know. So even if they did get more leads, they wouldn't be able to explain this is the package. This is the thing that you're, you're signing up to, to purchase. Uh, and I see that the, these two problems are the biggest problems that most coaches and consultants have. Yeah. And, and I think everybody else too, like as soon as you want to sell something that you have to create, like if you are creative or a healer, right, you, you need to package your services in a way that the other person gets it. Because mm, if they don't totally. get it, they can't buy it, right? It, it sounds so blatantly obvious when you say it like that. But I think 
and and this is a problem that we all have, and I say all because it's definitely me included. It's very difficult to read the label from inside the jar. Oh, we yeah. need other people to help us to to see what we can't see. It's like we're we're in a muddy pond and we're paddling as fast as we can trying to grow our business, but all we're doing is making that pond murky. You know, we need to to stop and sometimes let other people help us let the dust settle and say, ah, this is what it is. Yeah, totally. And I include myself as well, right? Finding out what I wanted to sell and how I wanted to sell it and to whom I wanted to sell. That was a journey. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> know, it wasn't, I know. I know. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't an easy one, right? I wish I would have known you back then, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so well, it's probably, funny because I find it easy to do this for other people, but yeah. myself, uh, no, I still oh, yeah. need other coaches to help me. And yeah, a journey is an understatement, I think, for many of us to mm. finally get to where we are. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. It's so easy to do for others. Like I bang out whole concepts <laughs> in minutes and I'm thinking like, wow, where did this come from? And you can yeah. see like the sparkle in their eyes and they're so excited about how they now can do it. And then when you think about your next thing and how you want to do it and what's the benefit and why people should come and get it, it's like, oh, it's more complicated. So I always uh -huh, like to have uh -huh. someone to discuss this with, like a mentor or a coach or, you know, like a, maybe a sparing partner where we exchange um, ideas. And, and that's so interesting. And, um, you know, people just stay tuned. We have a wonderful checklist that we're going to talk about at the end of this episode. So you definitely want to want to stay tuned and pay attention on how to get that. But I, I, I just love that it's not about the lead generation necessarily. Mm -hmm, mm -mm. And a lot of people it think that. It just, it can't start there. We have to start off with knowing and being able to clearly articulate what it is we do. And I've got a process for that uh, because I think what, what most people do is they think about, well, what is my expertise or what is my background? And that's all they think about. But that doesn't give us a really deep understanding or, or a way of explaining it in a deep way. So I've got a principle called the keep principle. And I call it the keep principle because it's, it's what is that thing that is going to keep you getting out of bed every day? And I think I know that you deal with a lot of creatives and my background's in dance. I'm very creative. And I kept getting caught in this thought of, but I like all these different things. I, I'm really scared to niche. I'm really scared to, to tell people I do this one thing because I was afraid of getting bored. Oh, yes. And <laughs> it, it, I know it's not just me. And I was like, I hear you. I can, I can do all these things. I don't want to just niche and do this one thing. So it's from me being that creative that has pulled this process out in a way that you can bring in different, uh, different ideas to create something that's unique. So the KEEP methodology is about knowledge, expertise, experience, and passion. So it's not just, you know, what we would write in a resume is really just our expertise, but we need to bring all of these different things in, in a way that is unique to us. So starting off with knowledge, your knowledge is, it is what would be in, in a CV or in a resume. It's that, that, Thing that you went to university or college for it's the you know the certificate that's on your wall then your expertise is what is that specific thing about your personality that means that you are the go-to person in that like who are 
who all the people in the office why do they come to you there's that one thing that you do differently to to everyone else what's your your specific expertise that you're a nine or a ten out of ten in then your experience this is where we start to really bring in some cool things your experiences are things like you know possibly you've you've had a, a life-changing uh a career move or you've lost a lot of weight or you've, you know, had, had a family, all these different things that brings in experience in a way that gives you empathy with your target market and then your passions. I, I, I think it's really um, cool to bring your passions in and these can be used in different ways. They can either be used to, uh, they used in your branding they could be used in your messaging so that people are attracted to you. You know, I pick up clients because they were ex-dancers. They hear me talking about dancing. Um, or they could be used in metaphors in your teaching. So it's really cool to bring these out. And, and what when you massage these four areas of knowledge, expertise, experience, and passion together, you come up with something that's very unique. So that's, that's the starting point. And then from there, Exactly like you said before, who is that person? Who is that ideal person that you could help with all of those things? Yeah, I, I just love it. And you know, it just made me smile when you talked about the experience, like your your personal blend, like nobody is like you. Nobody mm -hmm. has experienced the same things as you did. Right. Absolutely. Just going to throw a personal example in. Like you got married in Alaska on a, on a I glacier. Did. That's so fun, right? Where you only it was get so cool. by a helicopter and now you live at the beach in Sydney, Australia. I uh -huh. mean, how cool is that? Like the cold, the hot, the beach, the, you know, it's just, it's so beautiful. And that's like a very unique blend. Nobody else on the whole wide world has these experiences in the way you do. Absolutely. Right. So it and it's, it's funny. I was, I was at a mastermind the other day. Um, we, I managed to get out of, you know, house arrest in this COVID period. <laughs> uh, I think we're about to be locked down again. So it was only one of a few weeks that I was allowed out. But um, the, I walked into the room and someone says, oh, congratulations on getting married. You know, the, the photos were amazing. I'm like, that was two years ago. People still remember that. It's a great talk, talking point. And, and it's great to bring those things into your brand yeah. because people will remember them. Yeah, totally. And it makes you human, right? It's not just about the knowledge or the, you know, degree you've gotten or whatever. Like it's, it's that personal, like, what do you like? What do you love? Mm. Right. So like at the beginning, for example, when, when I started to build my personal brand, I, I did not really talk about, you know, I have four cats and two dogs because I thought mm -hmm. when I talk about people are going to think I'm crazy. Well, but also I have, the property to, you know, host <laughs> two dogs and four cats. They have space. It's pretty big. So they walk themselves. And, you know, for someone in a, in a little town apartment, obviously that would be a lot of animals in one place. But here it's just, you know, it's pretty big and vast. So they, you know, they go about their days and they check in when they are hungry or want to cuddle. And so I did not really talk about it at the beginning. And I realized so many people love animals and that's how we connect. 
Like mm. they have a dog or they have a cat or maybe even two and they have the same thoughts like, oh, people think I'm crazy. You know, I have three cats. <laughs> like, oh, well, I can top that out for. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like you have a different kind of communication or when you share pictures, maybe on social media or on your website, people get more like the human part of you, the authentic part. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think giving people that permission, as you say, in your key principle, where you have the knowledge, the expertise, the experience, what was the and last the passion? <laughs> the passion, <laughs> obviously the passion, how can I forget? And you put that all together, that's your unique blend. Yes. Right? And, and, and just talking you- to you about this makes me like super, that's exciting. So how can someone start? Like, let's say someone is struggling they do not really have a clear picture of what they want to do. They're uh, like all over the place, right? They could potentially mm-hmm. support so many people and niching mm-hmm. down seems to be impossible. And it feels like they're cutting off a piece of them because now mm-hmm. it means like they are leaving out so many people that they could support. Like, Why is this important and, and why is it good for that person to, to really get their business working? Well, for, and this is such a good question because I think that we all go through this process of being really afraid to niche. And the first thing to to be really aware of is that people are afraid to niche because they think that they're going to have less clients. But in yeah. actual fact, once you do get this niche at a deep enough level, you will attract more clients because all of a sudden people understand what it is you do. They will refer you. When someone's, you know, you're at a networking event or you're, you know, talking like you and I are now and and someone says, I've got this problem or I've got someone that's got this problem, straight away it's like I know exactly who you can help rather than just, you know, I'm a business coach. People aren't going to remember you for that. But if you were a business coach for, you know, accounting practitioners, then that's different. You know, at a networking event, someone says, I'm really struggling to grow my accounting practice. They say, I know exactly who to connect you with. So that's the importance of niching. You'll actually get more leads and uh, more clients. So I think that if someone's really, really struggling, start to think about who is it that you love to work with the most. And, you know, I always say, you know, don't do this in front of your laptop and make it all logical. Pour a glass of wine or a cup of coffee and go sit in the sun and go and and take your, your colored pens and your art pad and start to just let that flow. Like who is the, who is this person that you love to work with? And, you know, the person that you're excited when when it's time to have a, a, a one-on-one call with them, the person that is constantly referring you and telling everyone how amazing you are, the person that buys your products, they don't ask for a discount, they they purchase and, and they repurchase and they join all your programs. Who's that person? And then when, you, when you've thought about that key principle and you've mind-dumped that whole thing, how can you marry up this one person that you love to work with? What are they attracted to out of that knowledge, expertise, experience and passion? And start to, you know, cross out the things that they wouldn't be attracted to and start to see how that art, how that art comes together. Mm, yeah, I, I love it. I always call them my soulmate clients. 
Mm, right? I love they, that. They put a smile on my face and, you know, especially like for those who, who do work one-on-one with me when they, you know, when they go to my calendar link, they book, them, book themselves in, I get the notification. If I don't have a smile on my face, something went wrong. Can I share a story about when, that day that I realized the difference between a D client and an A client? Oh, please. Yes. So I, I had two clients booked in for one-on-one sessions back to back. And the first client logically ticked all the boxes. They had a $17 million company. They'd come to me. They'd come to one of my two-day intensives. You know, they were raving about me at the intensive. They were like, wow, I think you're the first coach that's able to get me past this 20 million mark. Like, I'm so excited. But then sort of as we went on, things just, they started to not flow. It wasn't like Teflon. It wasn't, they did, things didn't flow quickly. It, it was really grinding. And this particular day we'd been on the call and it felt like on the, on the call, we were going in circles. I couldn't get her to this point that she needed to go. And I was thinking, what is wrong with me? I'm actually a good coach, but like, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was because I cannot get I cannot get her to this answer. It felt like everything was almost argumentative. Like we just couldn't settle on anything. Anyway, we, I was on the phone with her for an hour. I feel like we didn't kind of get there. So I was a bit like, took a deep breath, went to call my second client, picked up the phone. She put a smile on my face straight away. And within five minutes, we had the answer and she was on her way. And that it was at that exact moment that I realized that that first client wasn't my ideal client and it wasn't my coaching abilities that were lacking. It was that we should never have worked together, that we just weren't in alignment. We weren't a fit, but I'd allowed the logic to tell me that she was an ideal client. So there's you know, there's got to be a gut feel there. It isn't all logic. Yeah. I thank you so much for sharing the story. And I'm, I'm going to share something that complements this. So when, when I learned, like I wanted to be in business and I was supposed to find my ideal client avatar, I didn't know where to start. And it felt so heavy. And then you know, I, I went back at the task again and again and again. I was like, well, I can't figure it out. So then, you know, I had the first idea and then the next idea flew and then the next idea next. So I had four all of a sudden. And from these four, my logic came in mm. and my logic was like, how can I grow fast? Who of these would have the possibility to pay me for my services? How can I make a fast and big impact now? That's what I choose. Only to figure out after I was into it some weeks had like paid someone to build a simple landing page that this was not at all what I wanted to do. It was totally out of alignment. It was just a logical decision thinking of the impact and the money piece so I could feel safe and I could feel Mm -hmm. accomplished and successful. And it wasn't at all aligned. And then when I allow myself to drop this and to really go for the ideal client that puts a smile on my face, everything was aligned. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny when, yeah, when we allow logic to come in, instead of listening to the intuition, to the gut, like we find ourselves in places we we do not want to be in. Mm, Totally. Could not agree more. 
Yeah, so I, thank you so much for sharing this because I know that a lot of listeners go for the logical reasons. Like this should mm -hmm. be working because this idea client might not have the funds to pay me, but this one for sure does. So I'm going to go down this route. And usually we end up in a bad place. But the good thing is you can add the money piece into the equation of your soulmate client. They yes. have the money to pay you, right? This was something Absolutely. that was mind blowing once I got the concept. Obviously my idea client has some money to pay me or they will find the money to pay me and they will pay me upfront. Simple, yep. right? Just put it into your client avatar. Not everyone will do it, but you know, when they commit, they commit. So like well, you don't when, want everyone to anyway, do you? You do yes. not want everyone to work with you because there are some people that we can help at a high level and there's some people not so much. And that's not because of our skills. It's just that we're not necessarily aligned and they are better off working with someone else. And yeah. that's where we have to be really aware of our personality as well. Like I'm a very... D type personality. So I work with, um, I work with a lot of men. I don't just work with women, which a lot of women just work with females because I'm quite direct. So the women that I do work with are a certain type of woman. They're not, they're funnily, even though I'm a creative, you know, if they're very softly spoken women, I think sometimes I scare them. Yeah. And that's fine. You just need to know about you, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why they also say like, you know, finding or, or having your own business is the best personal development path you can <laughs> walk down. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I discovered a ton about myself over these last years and, uh, you know, it was always triggered in some kind of like business, right? Because you're thinking like, how can I have more impact or how can I attract more of these wonderful soulmate clients or how can I do this and this? And then you find, oh, well, the bottleneck is me. Huh? <laughs> Interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so let's get rid of this block or this belief that's not serving me anymore. And let's shift into that higher version. And all of a sudden, you attract the right people. And I'm like always amazed when I, when I get stuck, like having or allowing the thought, right? It's not the others. It, I, it starts within. It starts with me, like trusting, knowing, having the ability, learning, and, and shifting into that space where I can provide the space for that soulmate client is um, so, so crucial. And I, lo I love soulmate client. I just think it's, it's so beautiful. And because it's such a good feeling, it, it's mm -hmm. a feeling that puts a smile on your face. When you're very clear on who that is and when you can picture them and when you can feel that feeling that they give you and when you know what it is that you are able to do to help them, you are energetically going to attract them to you. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what it is. It's that clarity of knowing who they are and what you can do to help them. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So what means heart sells for you? Heart sells is a mixture of what we just talked about then, it's attracting that right person. And for me, selling is about solving a problem. To me, selling isn't, 
I have set my budget at this or I have set my goals at this and I will sell to whoever comes under my nose just to make sure I hit that. To me, that's not what selling is about. What heart sells is about a person coming to me and me knowing that by me selling to them, I can solve their problem and it's it's the right fit, mm. not just a sale for the sake of a sale. It's about me. It, it's about an exchange of money for a service that is going to make sure that my client achieves the transformation that they're looking for. And at that point, it's not about the dollars, right? The dollars is just a, it, it just happens. But it's actually about that beautiful feeling you get when you're like, I just want to help this person and I know I can help them and I can see that in, you know, one month or six months that they're going to be able to achieve this outcome. And that's what heart sells is to me. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, to, to me also it's like the authentic piece. You can be who you are. You don't need to pretend you are the certain kind of coach or mentor so you make sure the money gets into the door but you, you really, you, you partner with your clients, you go mm. that, that path together as long as they work with you and just having this amazing feeling and, and seeing the successes like totally excites me every single time, right? When people message me, like I just had the other day, a person that I'm helping to step into that bigger version, that higher version where she sells at a higher price point as well to attract better clients. And she just messaged me. She has sell, sold her next high ticket package. And she was like, it's so strange. It doesn't really feel like high ticket anymore. <laughs> yeah, because it, all you're doing is solving a problem. Yeah. And it's so beautiful yeah. to see people stepping in, right? All of a sudden they have more resources available. They struggle less or they stopped struggling and they can really focus on the impact. Mm. And, and, you know, on the scale of, of their business and leveraging their knowledge, like what, what you teach. And Absolutely. I love that you brought us the thought leaders positioning checklist, because <laughs> that's what we talked about, right? This is so important mm -hmm. to get a, the right foundation. Mm -hmm. And so let us know what people get when they, when they download your checklist. So the thought leaders positioning checklist is is the five beginning or the key factors that you need to do to position yourself so that your ideal client is attracted to you. Um, so I'm not going to share the five, the five um, tips, of course, but we have to remember that in a world that's very online, we're, we're on social media, we have a blog or a podcast, we need to be positioning ourselves so that we're showing up at the right level that our ideal client wants us to, to be at. Um, and it, it's very important to get these foundations right because if you don't, you're sending a mixed message to your prospects. And if they are, as we, you know, we talked about at the beginning of the episode, if your ideal prospect is confused, they still will purchase a product to help them with their problem, but it won't be you. It'll be the person who can clearly articulate what it is that they do. Ouch. <laughs> and to, pre to prevent that, because, you know, usually, like we know if, yeah, the soulmate client comes, we are the person who can help them mm -hmm. 
at the highest level. So you want to make sure that your positioning is so clear that you go through that checklist and you check off those boxes and you do the work so that your ideal clients, your soulmate clients end up with you and not with someone else. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much, Sam. I'm so excited to have the chance to go deeper within the next episode and I have a ton of questions left. And uh, so thank you so, so much for your time today. And uh, yeah, looking forward to talking to you soon. Thank you so much. Me too. I really hope you have gotten a lot out of this episode because getting clear on who you serve is so important that you can actually have more clients, more impact, more business success to create the freedom, impact and income that you truly desire. And Samantha is just brilliant when it comes to laying these foundations. And I hope you have gotten this out of the episode and you are either reworking or rethinking these strategies or you are starting with these strategies, which both of these are so super important. And just as a side note, I always work on how to express what I do. This is an ongoing process. It's nothing that's written in stone. So if you are not really clear right now, just don't worry, right? Get support and really flesh that out so that when you go to a networking meeting, you are not the person that just says, well, I'm a coach or I'm a consultant. You're the person that's entertaining and that's drawing in their soulmate clients right away. Hop on over to christineschlansky.com. There you find the show notes of the episodes, including a transcript, including the resources we talked about. So you can download your free gift. And also all the links to Samantha are just right there. I highly recommend you check her out and her wonderful work. And once you're over at christineschlansky.com and you have not yet signed up for the empowerment notes, do that when you're over there, because I will send you empowerment right into your inbox with some amazing strategies, tools, motivation, inspiration, and things I usually do not share on social media. So it's totally worth signing up and getting your copy into your inbox to be more inspired and let me help you grow your business from the heart with heart by simply selling more because we know that heart sells. Thank you so much for having been here. Have an amazing day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now. Bye.